Hello friends, Molly Ponpadith here, CEO of the SOAR Community Network and co-founder of the SOAR Community Nebula. Our goal this year is to bring to you 1,000 champions of change and community builders from all over the world. And I'm delighted to bring to you today, Juan Carlos Ortiz. Thank you so much, Juan Carlos, for being with us. Thank you, Molly. My pleasure. Please let us know where you're dialing in from and what you're currently uh, doing in the world right now. Uh, well, I'm dialing from Puerto Rico, a little island in the Caribbean. <laughs> um, and I am helping with volunteer work in trying to uh, help with uh, disasters, uh, try to make uh, somebody's worst day uh, better, try to help them out and recover fast enough so that they can return to their normal life as soon as possible. That's great. Well, the volunteer work that you're doing, can you tell me more about it, please? Tell me the organization that you're supporting, how you got involved. I'd love to hear the, the history and background and share that with our community. Sure. First, let me tell you a little bit about my background. I am a U.S. Coast Guard veteran. Uh, this organization is a veteran-led organization. Um, it started It started in uh, 2010 with the uh, earthquake in Haiti. Uh, two uh, veterans, uh, Marine veterans, uh, began to put together their skills, uh, put together a little team, and they went to Haiti to help. After that, we started growing really, really fast to the point that we are over 200,000 volunteers, if I'm not mistaken. The number keeps rising really fast, so <laughs> it's hard to keep up, but there's a lot of us. Uh, we also have uh, civilians uh, in our organization as well, and uh, it's a nonprofit. And I am the state administrator for Puerto Rico. Okay. And what's the name of the organization? Forgot to ask. <laughs> Team, yes, Team Rubicon. Team yes. Rubicon is the name of the organization. I yes. see the T-shirt. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, and thank you for all uh, that you're doing and your entire community. Um, that's really coming together for this. A part of our interview series is really highlighting those people out there who are um, on a daily basis contributing to a greater good society. So you definitely qualify for that, Juan Carlos. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the questions that I also would like to ask of you is, can you share with us a time or a place or perhaps a person or people in your life who have helped you out, who have shown you love, support, compassion, um, and kind of shifted the way of you being today? Okay, well, yes, uh, it would be unfair to point just one person because I believe that we take, uh, we take in from many people in our life uh, good things. So... Uh, but if I have to pick or choose one, I would say my grandmother. My grandmother is still my hero. I mean, she passed many years back, but she was the one person that impacted my life and helped me to turn over and see things differently. So, yeah. what was it? What was uh, what were some of the life lessons she taught you? If you can share maybe one or two that really just uh, keeps you grounded. Yes. Well, I would say empathy. She was very empathetic. Um, I would say just, uh, justice. She had a great sense of justice. Um, and I'm still working on, on that humility <laughs> that she tried to uh, uh, 
put in, you know, impart in, in me. But but um, she was she had a lot of great qualities and uh, love. I would say it's one of the. She was not a person that would express it verbally, but with her actions, she was very loving. And uh, every time, every now and then, I find somebody that knew my grandmother in the street, and they would tell me stories about her and how she changed their lives. Uh, so, yeah, she's, she was a great influence to, to, to this day. I was going to say, that's the kind of legacy that you definitely want to continue on when you're not here, when people are still talking about you in such loving ways. Uh, so, yes. hello, Grandma, wherever you are. <laughs> yes. Um, you spend a lot of time, obviously, with this volunteer work that you're doing and also the work that you uh, do on a daily basis with really strong community builders, people who care, people who are go out of their way to really support a greater good. What are some of the attributes or characteristics um, can you highlight that's consistent with these types of folks who are really conscious leaders and compassionate uh, souls? Well, uh, service. I would say uh, the, the spirit of service. Um, I spend a lot of time with a lot of veteran organizations, different ones. Um, they'll have, they all, all of them serve their purposes. Um, and uh, when we join the military, uh, you know, because your husband is a veteran as well. <laughs> when we join, we all join perhaps for different reasons, but we learn, or some of us uh, are built to serve. And um, when we get out and take out that uniform, sometimes we ask ourselves, now what? What do we do with our lives? And that's what we're trying to do uh, with the veterans. We try to Give them, give them a purpose, help them to continue serving um, because that's what, what, that's our passion to serve, uh, help others. And uh, I, was, I would say that's the attribute, the main attribute in all these organizations is just that spirit of service. That's great. When you um, think about your gifts, and your talents and your life experiences, everything that's led you up to this point in your life, including your uh, service as well in the military, how can you um, explain how you're utilizing all of those things to advance missions and causes forward? So we talked about Team Rubicon. Are there other initiatives or grassroots efforts or maybe even just causes that really matter to you that you'd like to highlight? Well, there's a lot of causes that, that really, uh, if I had the power to <laughs> address them all, I would. Um, but my main focus right now is uh, it's what I have nearest to me, which is the the veterans. Uh, I, I feel that, that people have a, a lot of misconceptions when it comes to veterans. That's why we are trying to change that perception. Um, people tend to see us as troubled people, um, tend to see us as crazies or alcoholics or... And, and that's not who we are. I mean, uh, if you lose your purpose, perhaps, it doesn't matter if you're a veteran or not, you end up in, in, in that path. But if you 
continue to have a purpose in this world. Uh, you don't lose that human side. Um, that helps you to continue to move forward and, 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 and live a purpose of la- purposeful life. And uh, that's why I'm trying to do, trying to help through my organization or the organization I work for and other organizations uh, try to get together and see how can we help all these communities. By helping our veterans, our veterans also help other people in the community. Um, we had a chance to, recently we were with another veteran organization painting the, uh, one of the uh, icons in the island, which is uh, Fort El Morro. <laughs> and uh, that, that was a great um, opportunity. We've been impacting a lot of uh, uh, different communities throughout the island. We built up uh, f- over 500 roofs in Puerto Rico after the hurricane and uh, three whole houses. Um, we were the first ones that went to the um, channels, uh, water channels in uh, Isabela to clear them out of the debris to bring water to 300,000 people. So we impact communities in many different ways. And uh, by setting the example, I would say it's the best way to help all this. That's beautiful. <laughs> really, really powerful. When things have been difficult for you, Juan Carlos, in life, uh, is there a motto that you live by or a quote or something that you hold on to that continues to empower and inspire you? Well, our core values of the service I, 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 I used to serve and I went to the Coast Guard was uh, honor, devotion, uh, honor, devotion to duty, uh, and respect. And uh, that is very meaningful uh, for me. But also I, I like a quote of a Puerto Rican writer or Puerto Rican author. Uh, she uh, is, is a great influence too. And she wrote that it is a translation, so forgive me if it doesn't, because she's dressed in Spanish. It, it, she says that it is impossible to defend what is not valued, and it is difficult to value what is not known. So that is a very powerful quote, and it, it, I believe it, it helps me to do more research and learn more about the things that passions me or things that I don't know about that I want to learn in order to help other people and in, in order for me to value the things that we have, that who we are and where are we going and all these things. So yeah, those are two, a quote and cores of value, honor, respect and devotion to duty. That's beautiful. <laughs> One thing that it, it also resonated with me is not only do we want to continually learn, but the opportunity for us to teach others that uh, a vantage point a perspective that we have to share it to speak it so that others can have a better a bridge to understanding especially when it comes to cultural differences um i think that the sharing piece and the willingness to learn piece go hand in hand you you can be willing to learn but if you're only learning the same uh history or story without new vantage points then you do stay stagnant right so i think it's both learning and sharing and teaching um one other question that i have for you is if you could imagine a better world what would it look like 
through your eyes? Through my eyes. Uh, a united world. Uh, there's, uh, I would say, the two main things that, that divide us. Well, there are many things, but the two main problems, at least in, in, in this side of the hemisphere, are um, greedy, greediness, uh, and power. Uh, the misuse of power. Because if you have the power to help people, and you use it with that purpose, it's fine. But when you have this power to, to abuse people or, or make yourself even greater, uh, a lot of problems arise from that. So honesty uh, is, a, is a great core of value, I, I would say, um, humbleness. And uh, use your power to help others. Like you said, if, you, if we learn something, share it with others, teach other people, uh, extend a hand and, and help. Don't put put others. I would say put others before you. That that would be that would be a, a way a better way a better world. Uh, not a world without an ego. Not you know people, ego is a, is also. <laughs> it's in this book. Ego is the enemy. So <laughs> uh, it's very interesting how ego can make us go south really quickly. Um. So yeah, an honest world. Put yourself before others and um, and just be humble. Um, I, I would say those that would be a perfect world for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, if we could support you here um, in our community, if we could support you, where do you need the most support right now? Where does Team Rubicon need the most support right now? How can we help? Well, Team Rubicon is an international organization. We are all around the world, pretty much. Uh, wherever there's a disaster, we have people in uh, Mozambique, uh, South America. Uh, wherever there is a disaster, we're there. Um, we, we, are, we need help in Puerto Rico as well. Uh, we are a very group, a small group in Puerto Rico. So I'm trying to make us grow. So in case something else happened, hope it doesn't happen, but we have to be realistic. Uh, if, if something, another hurricane storm or um, earthquake or whatever happens in Puerto Rico, we are ready to, to assist and respond uh, with haste, uh, not to wait for people to come from states and, and uh, because that could take time. So we're trying to grow here, and uh, you can go to our page, uh, Uh and there's a lot of information about what we are doing, what have we done, our, our history, um, and you can help by many, many ways. You can help with donations, you can help uh, joining in, your time, <laughs> volunteering, um, we help people to, to acquire uh, abilities or, or skills. Uh, I learned in Team Rubicon how to use a chainsaw properly, and now I'm a chainsaw instructor. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I get to travel a lot to teach people in uh, other uh, states uh, how to conduct uh, chainsaw operations. Mm. And um, 
we have a heavy equipment program. We, ha if, uh, we have a medical team, which is the international team. Uh, most, most of the operations internationally are um, medical. Uh, yeah, there's so many things you can do. You just go to the page and surf around, look around, and you probably would like something there that would call your attention and you would like to learn more or do. Just join Team Rubicon and we can help you out. <laughs> So I'll repeat that again. It's teamrubiconusa.org. Correct. Thank you. Thank you so much, Juan Carlos. I appreciate your time. We really value the work that you all are doing. Um, I think that we do take things for granted when we don't see or we don't know that they exist, like you were talking about, right? We don't value things that we don't know about. And so hopefully today our community knows about you, about the work that Team Rubicon is doing, the great humanitarian work, uh, humanitarian work that is necessary and needed. So again, thank you for everything you do to be a community builder and champion for change. Thank you, Mali. Thank you for all you do as well. <laughs> for those that are watching, please remember to nominate yourself or someone in your community who is making a huge ripple effect, creating one that is really impacting society as a whole or their small town or however they're contributing. We want to feature and highlight them. Please visit us at nebula.soarcommunitynetwork.com. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>